This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, February 5th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Trump says tariff strategy worked. Iowa caucuses highlight ag but under fire. And USDA gets pushback on CRP. Trump emphasizes trade deals in the economy. President Donald Trump's impeachment trial set to end today with certain acquittal expected by the Republican-controlled Senate. Last night, he used his State of the Union to essentially make his case for being reelected, based in large part on his trade deals and economic record. His strategy of using tariffs as a trade negotiating tool had worked, he declared, citing his Phase 1 trade agreement with China. And he said that the renegotiation of NAFTA fulfilled one of the single biggest promises that he had made to voters. The president said, our agenda is relentlessly pro-worker, pro-family, pro-growth, and most of all, pro-American. In case you missed the speech and you wondered how Democrats reacted, in full view of the camera, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi stood up and ripped her copy of the speech in half when Trump completed it. For more on the speech, plus reports on what the Iowa caucuses and the candidacy of Mike Bloomberg mean for agriculture, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. We also have a look at the scramble for a trade deal with the United Kingdom. Uncertainty rises over China purchases. National Economic Council Director Larry Kudlow yesterday added to the concerns of the U.S. farm sector that China won't be able to boost its ag imports as quickly as expected because the country is desperately trying to contain the spread of the coronavirus. Kudlow said on Fox Business, it is true, the phase one trade deal, the export boom from all that trade deal will take longer because of the Chinese virus. Kurt Tong, a partner in the Asia Group and former U.S. Consul General in Hong Kong, told an audience yesterday at the Washington International Trade Conference that China was unlikely to meet the purchase commitments this year that it made under the Phase One trade deal with the U.S. A provision in the U.S.-China agreement gives China a break in the event that a natural disaster or other unforeseeable event occurs. Mixed farmer outlook despite deal. Farmers appear somewhat less interested in expanding their operations despite renewed optimism last month in the wake of the Phase 1 China deal. That according to the latest monthly survey by Purdue University and the CME Group. The survey's index of future expectations jumped 24 points in January to a reading of 179, but 44% of farmers said they had no plans to expand their operations up from 38% a year ago and 28% two years ago. Farmers are still mulling the ARC PLC decision. January's Purdue CME survey included a question about which of the two major commodity programs farmers would choose this year, agriculture risk coverage or price loss coverage. Economists have been expecting a wholesale shift among corn and soybean growers to PLC. About 57% of producers surveyed said they're still undecided. About 23% are choosing PLC, 14% going for ARC County. Some 6% said they're choosing the ARC individual coverage option. Debacle raises questions about future of Iowa caucuses. For decades, the Iowa caucuses have ensured that farm and biofuel policy got attention in the presidential campaigns. But the Iowa Democratic Party's disastrous handling of the 2020 caucuses is fueling calls to end Iowa's first-in-the-nation status. The disappointing turnout also raised eyebrows. 
Pam Johnson, a former president of the National Corn Growers Association and supporter of Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar, said losing the caucuses would be a blow to agriculture. We have a strong voice here because one in five jobs is tied to agriculture, she told AgriPulse. Patty Judge, a former Iowa lieutenant governor and ag secretary who headed a group called Focus on Rural America, said 14 of the candidates toured biofuel plants during the campaign and 15 released thoughtful rural policy proposals. She said, I can hardly count the number of meetings, conversations I've had with candidates and their teams, but my calendar notes put it somewhere in the hundreds. Buted Judge buoyed. The first results from the caucuses on Tuesday afternoon showed South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg narrowly leading Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. Buttigieg did particularly well in suburban and rural areas. According to data, his campaign released based on reports from campaign precinct captains. According to the data, he won 30% of state delegate equivalents in rural areas and 40% in suburban precincts versus 21% in urban areas. For more on the caucus controversy's impact on ag, plus a look at Mike Bloomberg's candidacy and prospects for a trade deal with the United Kingdom, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. WTO chief wants U.S. cooperation. WTO Director General Roberto Azevedo traveled to the U.S. this week to speak at a trade event and to deliver a message to Washington that he is open to U.S. demands for reform but also stressed the need for the Trump administration to make clear its demands. He said, at first, what we need to do is have an agreement on what are the things we want to change, what are the things that are missing, and that's the conversation we need to have. The U.S. blocked the appointment of WTO appellate judges for months while calling for changes at the 164-nation body. In December, the appeals court ceased to function, and that poses a major threat to the overall health of the WTO and world trade, according to Azevedo. There is political engagement in the U.S., he said. What we need is to transform those ideas into concrete action. USDA hearing concerns about CRP. USDA's Farm Service Agency is getting some pointed criticism over proposed changes to the Conservation Reserve Program. USDA issued an interim rule in December outlining how it planned to implement provisions of the 2018 Farm Bill, but also issued a press release that included some information not found in the interim rule. One noticeable change, the department said it would be moving the state acres for wildlife enhancement into the general CRP. The Washington Department of Wildlife said the change greatly reduces the incentives for producers to enroll in SAFE. FSA won't provide signing incentive payments, SIPs, or practice incentive payments, PIPs, amounting to a drastic reduction of upfront cost share to help producers establish cover, the agency said. The National Association of Conservation Districts called the changes, quote, a dramatic shift in the way FSA has historically operated the program. Three senators, uh, Democrats Patrick Leahy of Vermont, Tina Smith and Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota, criticized FSA for an arbitrary reduction of 25% in rental payments for land subject to state resources, conserving, or environmental protection measures or practices. Here's today's She Said It. You can look at this as the end of the world or death to Iowa, or you can look at it like there were a lot of problems. Let's fix them. 
that former NCGA president, Pam Johnson, on the Iowa caucuses. Well, it's <clears throat> on the Iowa caucuses. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, February 5th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.